Welcome to the Cozy Minimalism Podcast. I'm Angie. I'll be your virtual navigator on this path to minimalism. I want to help you create a home that nurtures and supports you rather than one that drains you and stresses you. My home is a regular everyday home. It's not magazine worthy. And some days when I'm not feeling good, our home will be untidy, but it's never out of control like it used to be. I offer you a softer and lighter side of minimalism, something realistic and thoughtful, and maybe even a little funny. I always love to hear your feedback, so make sure you hit me up on Facebook or Instagram and tell me how I can serve you better. Hey again, my friend, Angie here. In this episode, I'm going to walk you through a subject that's likely keeping you from letting go of items in your home. I'm also going to give you some tips to help you bust through this way of thinking. Sunk cost fallacy. This is an economic term that has to do with us essentially tormenting ourselves in order to get value out of an event or item after we've purchased it. This is like what happened to me and Mr. Cozy on our last date night. We decided to order food in and watch a movie through our paper stream service. So we cozied up on the couch and snuggled in and carefully selected our movie. I suggested a new movie that had one of my favorite actors in it, and off we went. (laughs) About 30 minutes into the movie, I was uncomfortable. It really wasn't what I expected, and the whole thing was just bad. The movie was a total flop. I gave Mr. Cozy a side eye and he actually laughed at me. And yet we continued watching it. We paid $7.99 to watch it. And if we stopped watching it, we felt like we would have lost that money. So we legit suffered through this monstrosity. And I'm pretty sure the next movie night, my movie choosing privileges will be revoked. But this is the sunk cost fallacy. The thinking that if we hang on a little longer, we can get our money's worth out of an object or experience. But the truth is, the money was gone the moment we purchased that streaming video. This is the same thing with the clutter in your home. And some of you might be getting frozen up with letting go of certain items because you, quote, spent good money on them. These items don't magically gain value sitting in the back of a cabinet or on the floor of a closet. These items don't necessarily increase in value the longer you keep them. And why would we keep something that makes us feel bad and uncomfortable just because we spent money on it? A little side note on value. During all of the stages of your journey, our value threshold changes. Some of you that are at the beginning of your journey might have a hard time letting go of all of the things that you spent money on, even things you hate and don't use. Some of you near the middle of your journey might have a harder time letting go of some of the things that you think maybe you could sell to recoup some of that cost. But some of you near the end of the journey have realized that no amount of time spent in your life 
or sitting in a closet will bring that money back into your pocket. That money was spent at the point of your transaction when you bought the stuff. You could sit for eight to 10 hours doing a garage sale, or you could completely release a large amount of items, no matter the cost to you originally, in order to let it go. I said the word release intentionally because when you're holding on to these items, it's not serving you. It's almost as if you have a heavy, thick, giant, ugly chain attached to you from those items. Now, that's probably really overly dramatic because I can be. Um, But that giant, ugly chain is regret, remorse, and guilt that you have attached to that item. Okay, so you get the idea about sunk costs and how it applies to you and your stuff. So now what do you do? Moving forward, two things. One, we have to deal with the emotions tied to those items so that we can let them go. And number two, we have to be more intentional about where we spend our money. So when you know better, you do better. Number one is dealing with the emotions. To deal with the emotions tied to those items, you have to let yourself go from those big, ugly, nasty chains that are tying you to that object. Don't punish yourself just because you made a poor choice. We all do. I've even recently bought items that I thought I would use, and I really hate it. It doesn't happen as often as it used to, especially at the beginning of my journey and even before I started. But let me tell you what. When it happens, it does not feel good. So I totally get you. My number one tip to deal with the emotions, acknowledge them, then get curious about them. And finally, let the item go. You can't change the past. You can only make better choices moving forward. You had no clue about intentional shopping when you purchased it. You might not have even been thinking about moving to a minimalist lifestyle. Be kind to yourself and then either sell the item for a fair or cheap price or just give it away. You'll feel so much better seeing an empty cabinet than you would seeing that item you don't use and feeling guilty about it. Number two is intentional shopping. Moving forward, the second part, you just need to be intentional about where you spend your money. If you are going to purchase something, let that purchase simmer. This is where you start becoming aware of why you shop because it no longer becomes a knee-jerk reaction. Side note, I also suggest a no-spend month where you only spend money on what you need, groceries and bills. When you intentionally purchase something, you investigate a product thoroughly before buying. You think of where it would go in your home, how it might make your life better, how often you would use it, how many functions it has, and how good the reviews are, where it's made, where it's sold, etc. So I have some future purchases that I have been looking at for a year. 
I'll do another per- or another podcast about intentional purchasing later because I think that this is a topic I could dive deep into all day long. <laughs> Focusing on the past cost rather than its actual use, you really get hung up on what you paid for something and you can't let go of it. In order to justify the mistake, you hold on to it, hoping it'll become useful. You'll get your money's worth out of it, or you can sell it and get your money back. But the truth is, the money was gone the moment you purchased the item. No amount of time or use will get that money back. Okay, so your mission this week is going to be to find one item that you've been keeping because of the sunk cost fallacy that plays in your head. And you're gonna ask yourself these questions as you're holding that item. Is this item valuable to me or am I just focusing on what it cost? If I had to make the same purchase today, would I do it? Would I buy it again if I had to pay double what I paid? How about triple? If at any point in these questions, uh, a click goes off in your head, I want you to be okay with releasing it. Find a way to either sell it, donate it, find a new home for it, for somebody that will actually use it versus you holding on to it and all of that guilt and regret. Then I want you to come by the Facebook page and share your thoughts, share your story, and you might just inspire somebody else. And that's it. I love hearing your feedback. I really appreciate you, friend. I'm collecting your questions, and I'm going to do an episode soon featuring them with my answers. If you love the Cozy Minimalism podcast, I would love it if you'd leave me a review. It is the best way to tell others that it's worth their time. And I seriously love reading them. You can find me on Facebook, Cozy Minimalism. If you have Insta, I'm also there, Cozy Minimalism Official. I share inspiring spaces and quotes. Thanks for joining me. I look forward to next week.